Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much Never conserve his status But still even him starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing raps Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames then I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, why you had the stupidest verses, dude, it's the truth Alright, welcome back, we are at Washtenaw Baptist today for the High School Sports Media Conference Westmore, Justin Acre on the road, appreciate Chris Babb And appreciate Chris Turnage, all the Chris's in my life And uh, appreciate Barry Turnage Law Firm for sponsoring our trip down here Pretty awesome stuff, and uh it's been uh, it's been a good day so far. Looking forward to having some students on. I wish we had a little more time with Coach Knight, but he's an efficient speaker, and that guy is good in an interview. Yeah, I guess you already banged out a TV interview with him. Uh, and he's gone. Yeah. I mean, he, off to watch film. Well, he's got games to get ready for and OB, stuff. The other OBU. I sure they should have an OBU Bowl because they actually, I think they let them in the conference uh, abbreviations be OBU, and they, call, they got something else for Washtenaw. Well, I, could I be crazy. But I, I, think that's I just right. did a quick Google OBU football schedule. Yeah, first thing that came up, well, Oklahoma, Oklahoma yeah, Baptist. That's a bunch of bologna. Uh, that's, that's just wrong. You would mm-hmm. think that the uh, computer would know where I was and automatically put up OBU. I don't know Washington how that works. first. I don't know how anything works. Uh, by the way, we were talking about rankings. Um, Super Region Three. I mean, D two could use some work on their nomenclature. Super Region Three, Pittsburgh State. Uh, Harding is second, Grand Valley State, Central Missouri. Uh, does that say U Indy, like the University, University of Indianapolis? University of Indianapolis. There are eight, no. Davenport. Davenport? Richard's really having a good wow. year. Wow. Yep, he's sixth. And then OBU, the real OBU, is seventh. I'm like, here's the deal, Oklahoma Baptist. When you're ranked in the top ten, you can be the real OBU. But until then, sit down. That's me talking, not Coach Knight. Uh, how about Southern Arkansas? They're at number ten. They are at number ten. Oh. Also wanted to mention Delta State. They're six and one. They are second in Super Region 2. Todd Cooley is uh, the head coach over there, doing a good job. Todd Cooley. Todd Cooley used to be the OC at UCA. He's a Russellville native. Went to Washtenaw Baptist. Coached here, too. Went to Tech. There you go. Thanks very much. He coached here as a... What was his What was his job? Oh, he's a QB coach here? I didn't even realize that. Hmm. I mean, I first met him when he was yelling at people at UCA. So when Clint Conk was there... Cooley was the bad cop. He was a very intense uh, guy, and I was like, "Yeah, hop on." Uh, Chris Babb joining us. He's got some Todd Cooley background. He all he played at Nashville. Yeah, he's a scrapper. He is a scrapper in real life too. Real life too. Yes, he is an animal. I love Todd Cooley. He's an intense dude. Yeah, Todd was uh, uh, assistant coach for Coach Knight here when Deke Adams, who's the defensive line coach at Arkansas now, was the defensive line coach at Washita. Wow. Deke's son, uh, Jalen. Yeah. Uh, you guys had Deke on when. He made his debut. Jalen was about three, and uh, Todd ran the uh, Tiger Cub camp. And we had uh, Jalen, you know, do a couple of couple of pranks on uh, Coach Cooley a few times. So I have that stuck <laughs> out in my head. So just a weird confluence of names there. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Coach Cooley. He's uh, but he will pill pill some paint now. He will. I don't know. He's probably mellowed a little bit as a head coach. I can't imagine you could live like that and be that intense all the time as an HC. But uh, 
He's a pretty, he's, I don't want to call him hot-headed, but he's an intense dude. Let's say it that way. He is. I'm a fan. He's a fun guy. Yeah. I think if Coach Knight could keep his staff around here, if he wouldn't run everybody off, he'd yeah. have a heck of a staff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a shame. They've only got two guys who've been here over 18 years, three, I guess. So the, the staff that Coach Knight has had is, uh, has really been, Coach Derby's been here with him the entire time since 1999, uh, offensive coordinator. Uh, Brett Shockley, offensive line yeah. recruiting coordinator, has been here for 18 seasons, I oh, think. Wow. And so uh, Coach Thompson, the defensive coordinator, in his second stint at, at Washita. So, yeah, those guys have been here a while. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, to, you know, I mean, it's Division II level. You got consistent coaches, that's what they do. They move around and they go from place to place. And to keep, to be able to rehire quality coaches year after year, that's impressive. Right. We'll, uh, we're going to get uh, the Red White Report in here in just a minute. We don't have a ton for that today. Uh, Kevin Kelly's standing by here as well. R- real quick, Chris, as we welcome Coach Kelly in. Um, whoops, shoot. Wow. I meant to put him on hold. Christian, I'm so sorry. Get him back. My bad. Coach, I'm sorry. Um, I was going to say, well, we can't bring him on. We're going to play his own first. I'm, I'm confused. Don't mind me. I tell you, I'm a little off today. Uh, I tried what, to bring you some coffee, too. I, I, I got some, and I had some more. Maybe I'm having too much. Yeah. What? Um, tell everybody about the conference and, and how this all got started, and then what your what we're trying to accomplish here today. Yeah, our student sports media program, the Washita Sports Digital Network. Uh, this is our second annual high school sports media conference, thanks to Barry and Turnage, the law firm, for sponsoring this. Uh, we have about 300 high school students from around the state, a couple from Texas, um, you know, about 25 schools represented, and uh, the sports professionals in the state of Arkansas have just really been welcoming and just, you know, to come down and say, yeah, yeah I'll talk to, take a couple of hours out of my day to come talk to some high school students. Uh, so we've got uh, about eight different panelists from sports writing to play-by-play broadcast. We've got a sports radio segment at one uh, one ten with the two guys who hopefully know something about sports radio. Less than Patrick Netherton. Well, Patrick can't because Patrick is not able to be here. Is that right? Patrick got sick and is not able to come, so oh. it's the well, three of us. So He's had a rough year. That's right. <laughs> that uh, poor guy. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, And then we've got a women in sports media panel as well, and so just uh, some, there are a lot of schools in the state of Arkansas who obviously high school streaming events, but only not only that, and you know, you've always had newspapers and yearbooks and the journalism aspect, but hopefully to make connections, and, and uh, we have a, a good, strong sports media program here at Washington and trying to get uh, students to look at that as well. I dig it. It's awesome. Well, I appreciate you having us down. You can hang out with us Thanks if you want. Coming. Yeah, maybe you got some insight. You and Coach Kelly can chop it up. Let's uh, let's bring him on here, Christian, officially. I won't hit anything until we welcome him in properly. Kevin Kelly dominated high school football in Arkansas, winning nine state titles in 18 years at Pulaski Academy. He's now turning his attention to dominating the airwaves on the zone. He's brought to you by the Little Rock Athletic Club, who's currently building a state-of-the-art indoor pickleball facility. Little Rock Athletic Club. No contracts and save 30% off joining fees. All right, let's bring him in, Kevin Kelly, joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Coach, I mean, you, you often talk about how that's the nicest thing I ever said to you or, or whatever. Um, that was the meanest thing I've ever done to you. I apologize. I hung up on you on accident there. Sorry. I'm just glad I'm just glad you knew you did it because I thought you'd think I did it. No, it was a 1,000% on me, and Christian certainly wasn't responsible. That was all on me. But uh, anyway, we are down here. I knew, uh, talking... I knew, it, like, I knew it wasn't on the wizard. The wizard no, he's... Time. Yeah, his 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 magic wand never misses, my friend. I uh, who was it I'm a few weeks back that you hung up on that was like famous? Um, I don't remember, but I do remember that. I don't know. They were they were nice enough to call back. I can't remember who it was. That's a good point. The famous, I don't know. Anyway, um, all right, coach, let's talk about it. Saturday, Arkansas, in the swamp. Trying to find their first ever victory, the new offensive coordinator, in a year where they've struggled. And they cut 30% of their playbook. And they cut 30% of their playbook. What kind of magic needs to happen for them to pull this off? Well, number one, when you cut 30% of your playbook and your playbook sucks, that's a good thing. Not right? I mean, like, fake it. If it's a bad play and you cut some of those out, that's a good thing. Um, yeah. You know, this is the kind of this is the kind of game I think where players get in. There's a little spark. It's a rally because they know the offense wasn't going well, and they know there's a change. and And I know some things that uh, that are going on in the locker room and off the field that that I'm hearing. And I think this is the kind of change. Now, do I think that it's going to be easy for guys to call plays? The guys that never called plays. If he hasn't, like they're saying, he hasn't. 
it's tough. It's tough to know, you know, remember three plays ago when you were in this formation, this half, how they lined up, what he called to attack in a weak situation for the defense and be able to do that in 25 seconds, you know, after you get lined up. So that's going to be tough for him. But I do think the players will uh, rally together because any change sparks a rally, whether it's good or bad. And uh, and I think this could I think the Razorbacks should go down and put up a good fight. I think what really uh, helps them is the fact that I don't think I mean I think they're probably embarrassed. I think putting up three points for the offense is going to make everybody play just a little harder, pay a little attention to detail more this week, practice a little harder, and they're going to want to show uh, that they're better than that as a, as a squad, regardless of the OC. So I think that helps them some. In the game overall, Florida's big downfall this year has been their third down percentage. They're, they, they're 148th in the country at 33.3% uh, converting third downs. And, and as bad as Arkansas has been on offense, at least they're kind of middle of the pack at 85. So uh, we convert 40%, they convert 33. I think that's going to be the difference in the game, and I think the Razorbacks will play it close and have a real chance to win. Coach, we think of defense, you know, being aggress- the aggressors, offense being a little bit more passive. It, you know, when the defense gets a, a reason to be inspired, you know, a lot of times you see a, a better performance. With offense, uh, they were very uninspired the last time out. Everything we're hearing is it's a different uh, mentality for the offense. How much does that mean for an offense to, to, to get that, you know, that kind of inspiration of a new coach? I, I think right now, I think you know they're all they're all smart kids. They're probably not thinking this is going to be their their OC next year. Maybe it will, but I'm thinking they're not thinking that. But I am thinking they think change is good, and it is a spark and it is a positive. I mean, when you get this late in the season, especially with Arkansas's early season thoughts and desires and hopes and expectations of being, you know, doing really well, maybe competing for the West. And you just go through a, a, a skid like we did, you need a spark to get you ready to go to practice the next day. Otherwise, it gets all, it gets so monotonous. And I think that spark probably did this for them. And I'm still not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying it did this for them. And I think that's a good thing. That makes you refocus. It brings up your energy at practice. And if your energy is better, think about taking a test when you were in high school or college and you go in on a Monday after a hard, long weekend at 8 a.m. and you have to take a test. It's tough. You need something to spark you a little bit, and if something crazy had happened Monday morning, well, that's what happened. That that would help you. And I think the same thing is going on here because every week is a test for these guys right now. It's a test just to go out to practice and, and do your best. And they needed something, so I think it will be a lift to them emotionally and energy wise. Anytime you have that, you're going to play a little bit better. You know, it's interesting. I saw you post something this week about footwork, Coach, and they were talking about Garoppolo, I believe, and the fact that he was underthrowing Devontae Adams the other day or misfiring on a regular basis. Uh, that's Footwork with KJ, we've talked about that a lot, too. What, what have you seen? Anything from him? Because that was one of the things we were hopeful that Enos would be able to help with as a quarterback coach. Have you seen any changes one way or the other with his footwork this year? I haven't, and I really was disappointed if it, and. And I was wrong. I really thought Enos would help in that area. I thought he would pay more attention to that detail because it is. But I've really found that even even when I was working with Belichick and doing stuff for them, and and uh, that a lot of times they just let the guys go. Not a lot of coaches pay a ton of attention to footwork, especially once the season started. And to me, that's when you've got to pay attention to it the most. That's why I thought I've had a high level of quarterbacks, whether they ended up being college players or not, because we paid attention to that footwork and kept them accurate. It doesn't matter if a guy can get open. If you're throwing it behind him or over his head or whatever, you know, you're, it's, it's not, it doesn't matter. And inaccurate quarterbacks in the, in the NFL and college, if you look at the list right now, their teams don't do well. And they've got a good way to track those things. So I haven't seen the change in the footwork. It's really not hard to do to fix what he's doing. The hard part for KJ, a guy like KJ, guys that, that tend to run a lot, they are constantly seeing something to make them want to run, and so their foot will dart out when it should be standing uh, lined up straight down the middle of the field, and then they'll throw from that situation rather than recorrect, reset, and, and put their foot back where it's supposed to be because they're thinking run, then last second they see somebody to throw to. That is a problem that with those kind of kids that can run, and it's like when I had to deal with Freddie Knight and Braden Bratcher, I really had to pay attention to that kind of stuff because – 
just the nature of their game and their mentality gets them back out of it. you got to get them back in. And I think if K.J. fixed that, just his footwork alone, he'd be a far more effective quarterback. And, again, I don't blame it on him. I think the coaches have to see that and have to work on that and have to get him to fix it. Coach, speaking of running quarterbacks, last week Dak had his best game uh, of the season. Four touchdowns, 300 yards passing, and a lot of those came rolling outside the pocket. What did you see different for Dak to have his best game? You know, it's funny. I, I really love studying the NFL, and I still do, in case I get in case I get uh, asked to do some stuff at that level. And, and I write an article every week for him, so I pay attention to it. What Dak did, and what I think he's done the last two weeks, is after they had a couple of bad offensive games, whether we like it or not, the coaches hear what's going on in the media and, and, and social media. And I think McCarthy loosened the reins on Dak. I could tell he had more freedom. And when he did that, Dak used his legs. I mean, he's a big, strong, fast guy. He used his legs. And, and if he drops back knowing, okay, I've got a little bit of freedom, I can run, he'll stand in the pocket a little bit better, or he'll keep his eyes downfield for him. He did that. I think he made a couple plays with his legs where he ran for first down. Matter of fact, I know he did that. And then all of a sudden, if you're the middle linebacker or the outside linebacker to the side he's looking to, you can't drop underneath coverage as far because he might run. And you've got to be aware of that, and you've got to dictate the geography that you're going to take on the field because of him. When you do that, then what do we see? We saw C.D. Lamb running in the middle open and Dak delivering the ball. Dak right now in quarterback accuracy by next-gen stats and by PFF is one of the top five in the league in just straight accuracy, and that's with GPS data and by them charting. And as long as he does that, the Cowboys have a chance, a good chance to win every game, and they have a chance to be an even better team because we know their defense is, is very, very good this year. Coach, we got some huge games Friday night, and we have a couple of questions for you and, and on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. So I'll just run through the games real quick. If, uh, give us your thoughts. Bryant Conway, who do you think wins the 7A Central? Man, I write for Hootens and uh, writing about that game. At first, I thought I was thinking, man, Conway may win this thing by, by, by two touchdowns at least. And, uh, but, but then, you know, that Bryant, man, they're a solid team. Uh, Sanders done a really nice job with them. I think their kids are going to be uh, probably emotional to beat their old coach. So I think that's going to bring the, the. I think that's going to bring it closer. And they've been in big games, you know. And I talked to Quad and talked to Bucks this week about their team. And uh, you know, Bucks and those kids are used to playing in big games. Everybody's trying to knock them off. And so now I'm on the other side of that. I think it'll be now. But the more I thought about it, that Bryant, I think it's going to be a very, very close game. But to pick a winner. I'm still going to go with Conway, Donovan Amalo, the quarterback for them, and, and Chris O'Neill. Donovan Amalo, I'm getting bright mixed up. Donovan Amalo has looked really good, and he looked fantastic last week in the first half of that game. So I think I think Conway wins it in a very very close game. All right, uh, Greenwood, Little Rock Christian. Uh, I got it. I mean, I've watched both of them. Uh, in person, it's a battle of really, really good quarterbacks. Walker White has improved tremendously since last last year. And I'm going to be honest with you, just like we were talking about K.J. and Dak, his footwork has gotten a lot better. And he's throwing the ball really well right now. I got to watch Kane Archer uh, last year as a freshman come in against P.A. in the first quarter at Greenwood and lead them to a victory. And then again in person this year. And the improvement, and he was really good as a ninth grader playing varsity ball. I hate it when people overblow sophomore quarterbacks in high school because you can look and, well, they haven't done much yet. How much pressure have they been put under? This kid threw the single best high school pass I've ever seen as far as just raw talent. He was getting chased by John Stephen Goodwin across the field towards his sideline, about the 40-yard line, full speed, and had a guy break open in the end zone. He threw it as he was stepping out of bounds across his body. Most of the time when you're going that fast, the ball drifts out of bounds. He put it where it needed to be for an easy touchdown, and I like this guy. So I watched some film on him. He ran for 200 yards and threw for 300 against Russellville, and their defense isn't bad. Wheeler does a good job with the defense down there. I think that at Greenwood, they've got too much to handle. I think they win the game by two touchdowns. Okay. Yeah, I, that play you're talking about, I was watching the, the PA stream when I was at the Christian game because, well, the Christian game wasn't much of a game. And... uh your response on that was pretty good, I thought, too. But, yeah, that was amazing. I'm like, well, he's just going to run it out of bounds. Mm-hmm. No, he just flipped it to the end zone 40 yards like it wasn't no thing and 
Got a touchdown out of it. It was crazy. And he put enough under it and that's yeah. to let the receiver run under it. Yeah. He's something. It's an incred- it, that is incredibly hard to do. And he made it look easy, which yeah. people don't understand how hard that was. I will say this, though. Greenwood plays a man defense exclusively almost. And when you do that, that means when a receiver goes out for a pass, Sidner has to turn their backs to the quarterback because they're chasing a guy underneath wherever he goes. And they t- they play too deep over the top. So two men over the top, man underneath, which gives you five in the box, uh, and and the defenders turning away. Those are big games for running quarterbacks. I haven't seen any reason why Greenwood won't do what they always do. They are married to that defense. I will say this: if they do that, Walker White very well could run for two hundred yards this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we're in Arkadelphia, there's a big one down here, Arkadelphia Malvern for the conference title. You got any thoughts on those two teams? Yeah, I mean, uh, Arkad, you know, I was talking to I was talking to a Malvern person this week, and uh, uh, Coach Plumlee's done a great job there. And, and Arkadelphia has got tradition. And when Eldridge left, he left them in a really good place. They had to battle a little bit, battle back. I, I like I like Malvern. You know, I got caught up in talking to just some of their fans of their program. No, no. No kid playing, no anything, and just listen to them talk. I got caught up a little bit into it, of it, but they love it. They love what it's doing for the town. I like what I'm seeing uh, out of the Malvern team. I think that's going to be another great game. This could be a fun Friday night. First football, football weather we've had. Yeah, some great games on the field, but I think, but I think Malvern wins that one. Yeah, first football, football weather. The next week we're going to go back in the eighties. Back in the yeah. yeah. Two two good college football games this week. Uh, we've been discussing Georgia can, and uh, Missouri yeah. a little bit. What do you think of this game? I, I, so I, unlike everybody else, I'm an Eli Drinkwitz fan, and, and I'm biased because he likes me, and he's had me up to talk to him and, and back in March and stuff like that. But I've always been a fan. I thought he's done a real good job. He, he's, been, he's, 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 I think he's from Arkansas. I know he's spent a lot of time here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and I'm a fan of his, and we can say what we want. Missouri, out of all the SEC teams, maybe Mississippi State, who should be the hardest place to recruit, the hardest place to be successful. And he pops up with decent teams. He's beat Arkansas, I think, five out of six. They do a great job coaching up there. Now, they got a tall pass. He's going to Georgia. and uh, But Georgia hadn't played anybody. It's a 15-and-a-half-point line. I hate to say it. I think Missouri, number one, I think they can cover that. And number yep. two, I think they can put a real scare into Georgia. When they got down against Kentucky at Kentucky, 14 nothing, and they came back and just ran through them, and I saw that he's a guy that's not afraid to quote unquote take chances. They played loose, ran some trick plays, you know. And maybe I am biased because you know I sent him some stuff. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. May maybe he asked me for some plays and just said, "Hey, t- explain them to me. Maybe I can get some ideas out of them." But I see him doing things like that. That he doesn't care. There's no ego. It's, it's what do I have to do to help my team win? I'm not afraid to run anything, anywhere, anytime. And that's the kind of thing it takes to beat a team like Georgia, is playing not to lose and playing loose. And he's got his guys doing that, a play calling like that. And he's a real analytics guy. He uses that as much as he can, yeah. too. So he's doing everything you can to beat Georgia. They don't have the personnel, but I think they do make it close. And, with you, 100%. Uh, and, and at, some, at, some, at some point in the game, you think they might win. I've come around on Eli Drinkwitz, too. You can't deny the results. I mean, it just is what it is. And, and again, this is their best test by far, obviously. Thank you very much, Doug, Captain Obvious. But I love what you said. And, and again, they're coming off a bye. George's coming off, and admittedly, they didn't have a lot of trouble with Florida, but they're still coming off what had to be a physical game against Florida. So I, I love the situation, at least. And my thing is that Missouri's going to put a scare into him. You better do it this year. And they played him well last year. So no reason to believe they can't go down there and make it interesting. I don't think they're going to get intimidated or freaked out or anything else. What's the other game you want to talk about? Uh, only one college quarterback has started consecutive years and beaten Nick Saban. That was Drew Brees. Jane Daniels has that chance to do that this this weekend. Can LSU beat will LSU beat Alabama? Oh, I, I I think so. I, I like their quarterback situation a lot better than like Bama's and Milrow's done better the, la, the past few weeks, uh, obviously. But and I know it's in Bama, but man, I love I love what they're able to do. Their defense isn't looking as good as they usually do. Let, let me give you a number: LSU's third down efficiency. 57%. That's fifth best in college football. That's amazing. If you can keep drives going, you don't have to worry about your defense as much off the field. And 
I like I like where they're at. I like what they're doing. I hate that they uh, put themselves in a situation where they feel like they can't make the national championship. But I was reading Bill Conley online. He's the ESPN guy on a road for LSU to make it, and there is a road for the first two losses to win. If they run the table and beat Alabama and then were to meet Georgia in the SEC championship game and beat them, and then some things happen in the other conferences like that are, that are very possible, you know, they're still – I bet they're still hanging on to that thread. But uh, I, I like their offense way better than Alabama's, and uh, and I think that's enough to win this game. So I'm, I'm personally taking LSU in that game. Wow. I did not expect that to come out of your mouth, Kevin Kelly. But I like your take on Missouri. And, I mean, I'm not arguing with your take on LSU. I just didn't expect you to say that. So we'll see. I just have too much faith in old Nick, I guess. Plus, this is birthday week. They don't want to ruin his birthday week and, mm. you know, let him lose to LSU. And all. <laughs> birthday week. So it's happened before, though. And Nick's, uh, a, they always play this Nick's, week, the, kind of, Nick's the kind of guy that I'm not sure his team wishes him a happy birthday. Yeah, that may be. That may be. Uh, well, listen, Coach, I appreciate the time. Thank you to the Little Rock Athletic Club. If you want to mention our friends over there, feel free. Um, and obviously we look forward to seeing your, your pretty face next week in studio. Yeah, I'm ready to be back. I like the studio. I like looking at you and, and Wes and watching you all fight off camera, off the air sometimes. But dude, I am thankful to Little Rock Athletic Club, Frank Lawrence, and those guys bringing me in. Great place to be a part of. My wife loves it. I love it. My daughter loves it. They've got everything you want. And uh, uh, for, for to keep your kids occupied while you're getting fit, or just to go hang out and eat and have some coffee and meet some friends, but it's a great place to be, and I'm thankful to be a part of that part of their family, and uh, I'm glad that they're making this possible. No doubt, Coach. Appreciate you, and I'm gonna hang up on you for real this time. We'll talk to you next week. All right, thank you guys. Uh, all right, see week. you later. Well, only thing better than hanging up on Kevin Kelly once is hanging up on Kevin Kelly twice. That was enjoyable. Hey, Christian, let's squeeze in red, white, and then we'll hit the break. This will take like one minute, uh, but we want to make sure we give uh, Big O Tires their, their due here. We appreciate them very much. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires, with locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires, they have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Uh, basketball tickets are on sale for the game at Simmons Bank Arena. Arkansas Sanford women's basketball. Arkansas Lipscomb men's basketball. Twelve thirty and five o'clock, respectively. The women's game going for ten bucks for grown-ups and five bucks for kids. That's seventeen and under to you and me. My kid can get in for five dollars to see a women's Division One basketball game. Nice. Yeah. He better be there. Well, I'm not going to be, so maybe he can go represent. I'm going to be out of town. Men's tickets decidedly more expensive for the lower bowl, forty bucks. Upper bowl, thirty bucks. Tickets go on sale Monday, 10 a.m. at the Simmons Bank Arena box office or at Ticketmaster.com. I saw they also announced uh, bull riding. Bull. No, no bull. Bull? Bull, B-U-L-L. Arkansas women's soccer moving on. They won yesterday 4 nothing over Auburn. Uh, 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 for what? 4 nothing. I'm sorry? 4 nil. There you go. Avenge one of their regular season losses against SEC. And the Pearlsworth uh, Trophy nominees are out. And for Arkansas, the nominate, nominee, Hudson Clark, for the second straight year. You know who would have been? I was thinking about Kristen. There's your clip of the day. Uh, Freaking uh, the, 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 the Doring. Chris Doring was a walk-on at Florida. Yeah. A walk-on. Insane. Trophy came too late for him. No doubt. I think they should give him a... Uh, Honorary? Yeah, like a late one. Like a, yeah, like a, yeah, like they do the honorary, uh, Emeritus? Degrees? Is that what it's called? Emeritus? Emeritus? Yes, they do the honorary Emeritus? degrees. They should do an honorary Burlesworth trophy for Doring. I think so too. Uh, next up for the Arkansas basketball team, of course, Alcorn State, Monday night, 6 30 free game with a 7 o'clock tip in Fayetteville. And that football game this weekend, early start, 11 a.m. Our coverage starts at 7. Uh, and then Jersey Wolfenbarger, for those who missed it yesterday, has. She went in the portal. I guess she, it was too cold in there. She got out of the portal. But she doesn't look like she's going to play for Arkansas's women's team this year. Uh, and I was talking to some people about that yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is hard to believe for a woman who led her team to a state championship, admittedly had a horrific state championship game, but she was obviously the key cog in that state title run for Northside. Um, at 6'5 as a guard... It just has not translated at the collegiate level for her yet, at least not at Arkansas and not in the SEC. Uh, I talked to some people yesterday, and I won't name names, but uh, sources I trust, 
that question, well, maybe that she just her heart's not in it necessarily. So hmm. we'll see if she decides to even continue to play college basketball or not. So let's stay tuned on that deal, see what's next for her. But obviously a great young lady, got a state championship to her credit, highly touted. And it just, again, it's frustrating for guys like me who were too short to play effectively or at least not good enough to play effectively. Would have been a lot easier if I was 6'5". Um, especially on, in women's basketball. But it's frustrating. I was like, golly, how can you not want to dominate? My gosh. Mm. Anyway, so that's the situation. But I think that that whole uh, that saga or era has come to an end. Mm. I don't think there's any, any recusal there. Yep. Christian? It always, uh, not on the Jersey Wolfenbarger note, but it always is kind of frustrating when you see a guy that's like 6'10", and he just lays it up all the time. It's like, why are you not dunking the ball? I've made that claim so many times. It's disrespectful for those of us who can't. Yeah, it's like if I was if I was a whole foot taller, I think I could play in the NBA. Now I would be terrible. I'd be like Greg Stiesma, probably be the fifteenth man. But I think I could be in the NBA. I would have liked to have been Wes's height with my uh, relative marginal athletic ability. It just would have carried me a little further. I could have gotten all the way to like you know NAIA football. It would have been amazing. <laughs> I'd like to be my height with your uh, athletic ability. Oh, that's sweet of you to say, Wes. Thank you so much. I'd be in the NFL. Yeah, if you guys just... You know what? We'd, both be, we'd be doing sports radio is what we'd be doing. Turner would be representing me Yeah, right he would. Now. And we'd be getting the league minimum is what we'd be getting. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, 750? It's yeah, a lot more than I'm making now. <laughs> I could have been a hell of a long snapper at 6'4". Chris, Practice I, I squad? really missed my window. Oh, uh, I need one of those, like, uh, whatever Michael Jordan did. He sold his soul to the devil. I'm convinced of it. You know, all his brothers and sisters are like 5'9". His parents are 5'9". Mm-hmm. He has no business being 6'6". Six, six. It makes no sense at all. He's a genetic anomaly. A God's gift. Or a milkman's kid. I don't know, but the bottom line is he has no business being as tall as he is. It's bizarre. And next thing you know, he's a billionaire, literally. So, um, Our friends over at Cash... They want to take care of you, and they don't care if you make our kind of money or billionaire money. They're going to take great care of you like you're the most important person in town. If you go to their website, C-A-C-H-E-LittleRock.com, CashLittleRock.com, you can see their full menu. 501-850-0265 is the number if you want to book an event or a party, or heck, if you just want to call for a reservation, whatever. Uh, lunch or dinner, it's a great spot. They've got valet parking that's free downtown, so don't worry about trying to find a spot or squeeze in somewhere. Pop over there. Listen, they've got casual stuff, salads, cheeseburgers. I had a guy, he sent us a note long ago, and he goes, oh, man, you guys are too fancy for me now. I may have to listen to something. I'm like, bro, they have burgers and salads. What's fancy about that? Relax. It's a nice city. they got pizzas that start at 10 bucks. Calm down. Can't even get that at Domino's, for God's no. sakes. And this is a lot better quality. All due respect, Domino's. Anyway, our friends at Cash knocking things out of the park. If you're looking for a place to book an event, maybe you're uh, planning a special family event, maybe a wedding uh, party. Or maybe you're doing a holiday event, for those of you who still do that kind of thing. Uh, they've got a couple different spaces, one that holds about 31 up to 150 upstairs. That is an awesome setting. And look, if you're just going down there to have a cocktail, and you're looking for a happy hour spot, you can't beat it, man. You go up there and sit down upstairs, and especially when the weather's right, you go out on that patio upstairs overlooking the river market. It is a great place to be. I love it. Anyway, go by and see our friends at Cash, or book your holiday party ASAP if you're getting ready to put one on. Don't waste any time. We'll be back here at Washington Baptist, the high school sports media conference. Um, looking forward to visiting with some of these young people. we got a lot more pressure. I was really expecting to sit back because I love Patrick, but he's a talker. I yeah. thought, well, I wouldn't have to say nine words. Yeah. I'm going to have to say a bunch now. You better you better put your talking cap on, pal. It's all on you. It's yours. We're going to make a deal. Whoever talks the most doesn't have to drive home. Well, I drove here. I know. I thought you were driving home. No, no, no. I have no interest. I got work to do. I got work to do. You did it on the way down here. That was other work. I got different work. Uh, Listen up to Out of Bounds a little bit later. Just got confirmation. L. Ellis, rising Arkansas star, will be joining John Neighbors and Joe Franklin today. John just back from his Halloween soiree with uh, Coach Musselman and the fam. Pretty cool deal. That was a pretty, pretty neat opportunity for John. He dressed up as a hot dog. There's some story there. I still don't understand it. Whatever. That's fine. I like to go a little more obvious. My Top Gun outfit was a hit. We got a uh, we got third prize at this holiday party we went to. Congratulations. I don't what think was we first? were deserving. Uh, first place was a guy dressed up as a cowboy, and he did a great little dance. It was lovely. And then I'm sure it was probably some specific cowboy that I'm not familiar with. And then second place. What got second place? It was another tandem. 
I don't remember. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Yeah. No, they didn't. I didn't see any Travis. I didn't see any Ken and Barbie. I didn't see any Travis. I feel like everybody Taylor. thought that people were going to be Ken and Barbie for Halloween, so they're like, we're not going to do Ken and Barbie, and yeah. a bunch of people just. There's no I've been Ken to Barbie. another party. I went to another party earlier, like a couple weeks ago. They did an early one. It was like a, it was a company slash Halloween gathering, and there was a Ken and Barbie there. My friends did did a Ken and Barbie, but anyway, it's eleven forty. We got to hit a break. We are back at Washed Eye after this. Razorback legend Quinn Grovey joins Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer on Drive Time Sports every Wednesday afternoon at 4. Brought to you by the DHR Group of Sonic Drive-Ins. The NFL trade deadline has come to pass, and the Washington Commanders were the biggest story as they sold off two starting defensive ends. Montez Sweat was sent to the Bears for a second-round pick, and shortly afterwards, former second overall pick Chase Young was traded to the 49ers for a third-round pick. Another notable move was the Vikings acquiring Cardinals quarterback Josh Dobbs in the wake of Kirk Cousins' season-ending injury. And the Las Vegas Raiders have parted ways with head coach Josh McDaniels and GM Dave Ziegler after eight games into the season. Both have been with the team since the beginning of last season. McDaniels had a 9-16 record in that time. Las Vegas has named linebackers coach Antonio Pierce as interim head coach. Pierce was in his second season as linebackers coach with the Las Vegas Raiders. Before his time with the Raiders, he spent five seasons at Arizona State as linebackers coach as well as associate head coach and defensive coordinator. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Red River Ford, Lion Legal, Malvern National Bank, and Genesis of Conway. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock and Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Double B's is a growing Arkansas company with 34 locations in our state. Small local businesses are the largest employers nationally and create two out of every three new jobs. Buying locally at Double B's means creating more opportunities for local residents to work in our communities. When dollars are spent locally, they are respent locally, paying more salaries and building the local tax base. You want to keep Arkansas thriving and unique? Support an Arkansas-owned business like Doublebee's, which helps define our community's self-image and creates Arkansas pride for Arkansans. Doublebee's is of Arkansas and for Arkansas. Doublebee's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2185. Listen to The Zone every Tuesday for Clint Kong, brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, Farm Brothers Flying Service has been providing crop dusting services to the farmers in southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Call 870-263-1300. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you're looking for sports and entertainment, then look no further. You're in The Zone with Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. Everybody's been begging for a little more time with Chris Turnage, and by God, we're going to give it to you. We deliver. Chris Turnage uh, sponsoring our uh, trip down here. Where's uh, Where's your cohort today? 
He is in Conway. Got it. Doing law stuff. I guess somebody's got to hold the fort down. Um, and you guys still have your your place out this way? We do. Yeah, we want to have you guys back to that. We um, would love to. That was a, that was a great time. So you we still doing the uh, the rent? The you guys still doing like mm-hmm. rental? Airbnb. Yeah. Airbnb. That's the word I'm looking for. Yep. Thank you. Um, okay. Well, that's cool. There's I, been a lot of weddings and a lot of reunions and everything out there. So it's um, yeah, it's it's taken off. So we definitely want to have you guys back out there. How about how's Eric doing? He's making it. He's making it. You know, they you haven't uh, fired him yet. Not, not yet. Okay. We're uh, we're keeping him around for a little bit. Gotcha. On the agent side of things, right now, are you just evaluating guys, talking with the uh, NFL scouts, trying to target some of the people you may want to represent? Yeah, that's a big part of it. Now, a lot of that's already been done to where we've had meetings and Zooms and seeing in person at this point. Like last night, we had a final meeting with a kid, um, got a commitment, and so yeah, some of that has already been done. Now, there'll be some that pop up late on the radars. Some of that's dictated by the All-Star Games, the Senior Bowl, East-West Shrine, when they get invited there. Um, we might jump on a kid late. But uh, we had a kid, um, Chris Kane will appreciate if he's listening, um, from Central Florida a couple of years ago, Jacob Harris, fourth-round pick, that we didn't even start talking to till the first week of December. Um, and got on him late and ended up being a fourth-round pick, and so it goes from there. Do you celebrate when you get a commitment, or do you celebrate when they, uh, they make the team? You do celebrate when you get a commitment, and then you're like, okay, please be good. Please please be accurate, the information you're hearing. But, um, but yeah, more importantly, yeah, when they make the team, it's really cool because for many of these kids, it's a lifelong dream, and their families are around, and, and getting to see those celebrations is always uh, is always great. I saw a story with Tyree Kill, and he said that basically he never wanted to leave KC. They were just basically posturing to try to get a better guaranteed contract. Well, and then he ended up turning down more money from the Jets, I guess, and ended up in, in Miami. It's working out okay from, from what I understand. He's spending the weekend in Germany. Um, how much of that goes on where you go, okay, we're going to do this, and then you get burned and you end up having to do something else? Yeah, there's a lot of it. I mean, leverage is the name of the game. So if you can go out and get another offer from another team, and then all of a sudden your current team doesn't match, it's like, well, do I do I come back and kind of bite the bullet, or do I go take the better offer? Um, I mean, I think in the Kansas City situation, they weren't going to pay what, what he wanted, period. And it worked out really for both teams. I mean, both situations. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill obviously has done great. And Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl without him, you know. So uh, it's a situation. But it does happen quite a bit to your question, Justin, where you kind of posture, you throw some stuff out there, and then you gotta you got to eat the words a little bit. Are there conferences like this for uh, potential sports agents where there are young maybe attorneys or people in law school that are interested in doing what you do? So there's not. There's a If you want to become an agent, you have to go to an NFLPA three-day seminar, and then you take the test right after that. So they'll kind of go over some seminar materials and all that, but there's not an actual conference where you get to interact. This would be great if there was to yeah. interact with different... Well, you don't want more people being agents, right? That's just fewer clients for you. Maybe. I mean, right Is there now... enough to go around? Oh, yeah. Right now, there's 800... 65 licensed agents in the wow. country, football agents. Yeah. But like of that, only half have a client. Okay. So interesting. Um, and if you don't have one for three years, a client, then you lose your license, and you got to go back through the whole process again, retake the test, and all that. How hard's the test? Uh, it's a 45 percent pass rate. Um, I actually wrote it this past year. The NFLPA asked me to write the exam for them. So really? Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see the behind the scenes. But they would do a question like, "No, that's too easy. You got to make it harder." They want it below 50 percent. Harder than the bar, or easier? Um. It was easier for me. I took them the same year. I took the bar exam and the agent exam the same year, but it was easier. But I think it was because I overprepared because I was in bar mo- bar study mode. And, yeah. And then just went ahead to the agent exam. So it was, it, I didn't think it was that hard because of that. At what point did you know you wanted to be an agent? Um, really for a long time before I even did that, that was the plan. Even when I started going to law school, it was like, hey, I don't really care what I rank. I'm not going to one of these firms. I'm, I'm going to be an agent and use that, you know, for that goal. So it was, it was yeah, for kind of from the beginning. Yeah, I didn't worry about my grades either. That's why I ended up in Sports Talk Radio. <laughs> do you have to be a lawyer to be an agent? You do not. You have to have, for NFL, you have to have a graduate degree, but it, it can be in Masters economics. of art, Masters of Economics, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to have any graduate degree. Um, How much does it help you being a lawyer, being an agent? I think a ton. I mean, you, you think about all the contracts that you're dealing with, some of the, the legal scenarios. We have a ton of kids that get involved, not necessarily bad kids, but get involved in, in a legal scenario where we, all of a sudden we can take care of it. Perfect example, um, long snapper we talked about earlier in Jacksonville is one of our guys, Ross Matizik. He got subpoenaed in this whole Urban Meyer deal. Urban Meyer suing the Jags. Ross was around when the alleged, if you remember, the kicking Lando, yeah. the yeah. kicker and all that stuff. Kicking the kicker, very yeah. ironic. Yes. And so, uh, so Ross got subpoenaed, and so I'm able to address that and handle that versus him having to go hire a separate attorney. And so it makes it very helpful. That's good. Yeah. Can you bill him for that? Um, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> That's separate work. I mean, it's like I do your contract over here. And I, give you, I give you a rate. Um, Wait, are we, are we talking lawyer is this or are we or talking lawyer? agent? Exactly. Are you, am I getting billed for this? I need to know real quick. Are there, you, uh, oh, go ahead, Christian. Are there any agents that have clients in multiple sports? Yes. 
Yep, there are definitely uh, definitely some of those. Have yeah. you looked well, into uh, expanding to any other sports? Yeah, you know, I've thought a lot about baseball. Um, obviously, Arkansas has a lot of baseball connections. Um, it's just hard starting from the beginning, and you're sitting there in the living room, and they say, who do you know to help me out? I don't know a single GM in baseball and, and can't help you, so it's just tough building that network. I mean, it took five or six years in football to get to the point where they would take your calls and answer. So mm-hmm. I've absolutely thought about it. Now, basketball is way different because they've got their handlers and their stuff from AAU all the way through. the. Usually they've got their, their kind of their, their team set by you know sophomore year in high school. Um, because of the AAU and the Reebok contracts and the Nike and Adidas and all that stuff. But um, baseball is, is certainly something I've thought about. Got some Asher Record Live fan feedback here. Farrell Hogg says, After Eli Drinkwood snubbed his nose at Arkansas, I couldn't care less about him. Good usage. He's only 2-1 and one against Arkansas. Sounded like the coach said he was 4 of 5 against Arkansas. Well, Missouri's like, what, 10 out of 12 or 9 out of 12 or something against Arkansas? Anyway, this is only Drinkwood's fourth year at Missouri. He can take his two good... Uh, attitude and keep it up north. I don't know. There's a lot of people be happy to have him right now, probably. That'd be a good. That'd be a good hair battle. Drinkwitz versus Mark Davis. That'd be a good. Oh, Drinkwitz has perfect hair compared <laughs> compared to Mark Davis has the worst haircut ever. And again, when you have unlimited amounts of money and you choose to look like that, I just don't. And the thing is, you're not a particularly good looking guy anyway. Your hair could help. Are you killing yourself, bro? But I guess he's got so much money. He's like, I'm gonna see how ugly I can be and still get ladies. Look at me. Didn't it come out uh, years ago that he spends like six hundred dollars to get his haircut? That's crazy. Like a it's a big guy. That's because he gets a cut with a very expensive bowl around it. <laughs> North Little Rock Mike says, and Florida State has yet to win out to be considered, or Florida State has to win out. Yeah, we know that. Mm-hmm. Georgia Tech lost to Bowling Green, yet they beat North Carolina and Miami. Look at Vautech, three and one in conference play, but four and four overall. Look what they lost to. Kind of gives you an idea how bad the ACC is. No argument here. Uh, we please fix your app. It stinks. I'm sorry, Mason. I have zero issues with it, and most of the people I know have zero problems with it. And I'm sorry that you're having an issue. Try to delete it and reload it. Maybe you got an old version. Michael says, once again, you can clearly see the Major League Baseball umpires are all for the Rangers. Big market and the Major League Baseball struggling to get views for the series. Another terrible home ump performance with two missed strike calls to lead to the scoring in the second inning. Terrible. Wes, the cheating scandal politician, don't want to hear it. Garbage. Or maybe the first baseman shouldn't boot a ball like that or the catcher if he uh, can block the pitch in the dirt. None of that happens. The Raiders have had 12 different coaches in 20 years, says Jim. That stinks. Wow. Yeah. You represent a lot of coaches. I do. How did you get into Was that first or the players first? Players were first. And then uh, it actually kind of led to, as you're talking to coaches about players, and one of them, hey, I need an agent. Hey, I'm thinking about going somewhere and then developing that network. It's kind of a, it's a great relationship. I mean, represent, for example, Colby Carthel, Stephen F. Austin, and conveniently represent two players from Stephen F. Austin last year. Um, I mean, it, it, it's nice synergy there, certainly. we got we got to hit a break. Or way, way, way late. 11.53. Um, Chris, thanks again. Appreciate thanks, you. Guys. Appreciate you coming tell, down. Please tell Travis we said hey. Send our regards. Hopefully and he's listening. You can tell Eric high five, too. <laughs> uh, speaking of listeners, we met Bill Vellman's kid earlier. She came by and said her dad's a big listener. He works over at Everett Ford, apparently, so I want to give Bill a shout-out. If you're diligently selling cars today, Bill, high five to you, my man. Your daughter's doing a fine job looking out, and uh, we're converting Buzz listeners one, one at a time here. So She says that's all her dad listens to. I Great hope that's man, true. Right yes, there. thank you, Bill. Appreciate you. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Got to hit a timeout, Wes. Oakland is now offering a new and easy way to fund and withdraw. That's the best part. Your balance straight to your bank account. Be sure to download the Oakland Sports app. No fees involved. Also, check out the Mainline Sports Bar. Great place to watch games. Great food. Great environment. And of course, you can bet right there while watching the games. Good entertainment. Headliner entertainment coming to Oakland this month. Blues Traveler on the 17th. Martina McBride the 30th. Next month, you got Brett Michaels on December 30th. The Rocket Man Show. Tribute to Elton John. That's January 1st. Tickets on sale right now at Oakline.com. And be sure to uh, get ready for the racing season. It's right around the corner. They'll be running in the Hot Springs in no time. Make your plans today to visit Oakline in Hot Springs. My life, homie, you decide yours. If you buy your rings at Robert Irwin Jewelers, you get free ring sizing for life, so you don't have to worry about when that wedding band gets a little bit too snug on you. It's part of the RIJ way. Get to Robert Irwin Jewelers today. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, or online at rijewelers.com. The king of Arkansas sports talk, Randy Rainwater for Bet Saracen. There's big news in the mobile sports betting business. Bet Saracen was just named the 15th largest sports book in America. 
That's because our Kansans like to do business with a winner. Find all your winners on Bet Saracen. Download it today and look for my double R prop bet specials. I pick them, you win them. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Pickleball, one of the fastest growing games in the country. The Little Rock Athletic Club is currently building a state-of-the-art indoor pickleball facility that will open in the early part of 2024. Play pickleball indoors and be free from the heat, cold, wind, sun, rain, and insects. Pickleball at the Little Rock Athletic Club will have observation areas, lounge areas, flat screens. It is a family-friendly facility. Join the Little Rock Athletic Club today and save 30% off. Fees with no monthly contracts. LRAC.com for more information. That's LRAC.com, the Little Rock Athletic Club. What I was told was bone on bone. I was going to have to have knee replacement, and I do not like surgery. Desperate to avoid surgery, Julie decided to check out QC Kinetics non-surgical regenerative treatments. My daughter actually works in a Chapel Hill, North Carolina lab, and I sent her all of the information that I was given. And she's like, oh, mom, this is for you. I've heard great things about this. She's like, you need to try it before ever doing surgery. Julie started the QC Kinetics natural biologic treatments right in the office using her own healing properties to help restore her damaged tissue. I know my daughter was right. Yeah, It's nice when you've got that um, person you can go to who might have a little bit more information, especially on the science of it. QC Kinetics, it's life-changing. Find out if you're a good candidate. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Roger Scott is warming up those vocal cords to bring you the Razorback Song of the Week on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Dr. Jimmy Tucker at Ortho, Arkansas and 103.7 The Buzz. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in Central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine and so can you. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. UCA Bear fans, you can hear every game live on our sister station, The Point 94.1. Go purple, go gray, go UCA on The Point 94.1. Oakland Racing Casino Resort presents Oakland Game Day. It's an inside look at the week's big games, exciting prop bets, and the latest betting lines from Oakland Sportsbook. Justin Akrian, Oakland's Director of Sports Wagering, Zach Gillum, give you all the information you need to play your bets at Oakland. Catch it on the buzz Wednesday at 8 p.m. and again Thursday mornings at 5.30 before morning mayhem. Oakland Game Day on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit.